On this episode of Documental, I'm speaking with Nick Wong. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. You know, it's very exciting to be here with you today and just talk about you know, some of my key interests and also shed some lights on some uh, interesting topics here. Absolutely. No, uh, I'm very excited about this. Just for the viewers to know, Nick Wong is uh, the author of The Coffee House, his first publication. And the second publication is The Field Journal of a Naturalist Trainee. He was recently featured as a panelist at American University. He purchased books on Amazon. His second book was accepted into the Library of Congress. Uh, and he was dubbed the young money of the literary world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, how about you tell me a little bit about yourself? I grew up in an Asian household in Miami, Florida, so primarily one of the few Asian American families in a predominantly Hispanic environment, born and raised. So you mentioned a predominantly Hispanic environment. How was that? Uh, it was tough. I got called Chino instead of my actual name a lot. I would often get ridiculed because I didn't speak Spanish. At school, I would get made fun of because of the shape of my eyes, and people would use the Asian stereotypes to profile me. So most of the times, I just kept to myself because I felt so distant from the surrounding culture and environment, which I guess is why writing came so naturally to me, because I didn't need to talk to anyone. I just needed to connect with myself. I see. And did you always want to write? Yeah, I, believe it or not, I got into writing in high school and wanted to be a romance writer. But my first manuscript that I did, it got completely torn apart from my first editorial process, which left me a little bit discouraged about my abilities to write. But I decided to pick myself up again after that and just continue writing small pieces, not for publications or anything like that, just purely to continue refining my skills. So when did you write your first book? I wrote my first book in college. I went to the University of Florida for my undergrad. But back in 2007, my aunt was diagnosed with cancer and my family didn't know how to deal with it. But in 2012, I had a great group of friends. We would always get coffee and share stories and just laugh. And I decided to make a, a book of 10 short satire stories and decided to self-publish it and dedicate it to my aunt to lead an internationally recognized cancer awareness campaign and donate half of my proceeds to the American Cancer Society, and that was my first book, The Coffee House. That's amazing. How did you get internationally recognized? So the South China Morning Post did a great write-up about my campaign. It's one of the only English-language newspapers in Hong Kong, and I'll never forget that article because that was the last article read to my aunt before her passing, and when I realized I could move mountains with my writing, so it was a bittersweet moment for me. I see, and you mentioned your first book, The Coffee House. Uh, 
Can you talk a little bit more about your second book, and, and when did you write that? Oh, so after graduating from undergrad, I struggled to find work, and that was a hard pill to swallow after the success of my first book, doing the media and everything, outreach. And I ended up volunteering at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Biscayne Nature Center, and then I became inspired by the surrounding seagrass environments and just working with fantastic naturalists and decided to put together a short uh, field journal for them to help train future naturalists. And I thought the first book did really well leading a cancer awareness campaign. And I decided to do the same thing where I would lead a environmental a conservation campaign to bring awareness of Miami's surrounding seagrass environments, uh, which also brought me here to DC, where I did a small book tour and eventually being accepted into the Library of Congress. That's quite the accomplishment, Nick. Uh, how did you get accepted into the Library of Congress? So, through a series of events and just sheer luck, I was able to meet. Miss Constance Carter, who at the time was the head librarian for the science reference desk. I don't know what came over me at the time. I was just in DC doing a book tour, but I decided to walk up to her desk and said, ma'am, I'm here on a book tour and I'm promoting environmental conservation and I would like to donate my book as a reference guide to anyone interested in seagrass environments. And she flipped through the pages from the front, the back of the book, and said, wonderful. Like, this will serve as a reference guide for anyone interested in seagrass environments, you know. And that's pretty much it in a nutshell. <laughs> Did you ever imagine your career as an author evolving into what it is today? No, definitely not. When I first published my first book, I knew I wouldn't get the same support as traditionally published authors. But looking back on it now, I can see that my upbringing uh, in Miami definitely played a crucial role and built resilience that I needed to tune out discouragement from just believing in my vision and my work and just running with it. Well, this is a really interesting story, Nick. That will wrap up our first segment of the interview. So I'd like to talk more about the topic of creative writing in our second interview, if that's okay with you. Oh, definitely. You know, uh, I love to inspire others to just share their stories and you know, just continue writing. Well, stay tuned. <laughs> 